2: Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. This week, we visit the media of the future, but all is not as it seems. This is The Long Game. Hello, welcome to whatever this show's called. Still got legs. Like I just said, I guess, I don't need to do that here. Um, My name's Nathan, I'm joined by Lawrence. Hi, what are we doing? Hi, uh, we're doing... You seem like you
3: really want to get into it straight away this week. Uh, We're doing The Long Game, episode 7 of season 1 of the uh, revival series of Doki Who.
2: Look, my brain's mush at the moment. We're recording podcasts out the wazoo. We're, we don't know what day it is, what year it is. It's all, it's all gone afray, like a galafray. Oh, very good, good man, no, good indeed. What a great, what a great start. You've got a little friend with you for this episode. I do. So I realised the other day when
3: I was clearing my house out uh, that I have a action figure of Martha Jones. Uh, Martha Jones. I do indeed. So season three and season four's own Martha. Uh, she is wearing her classic flared blue jeans and her yes. red uh, or crimson jacket.
2: Her signature jacket, I yeah. That's... Her
3: signature look. She does. She has a few yeah. like Walker of the Earth clothes later yeah. on. Walker
2: of yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, but um, but no, this is her signature look. Um, she's also for anyone that cares. She's got a necklace on and some <laughs> earrings <laughs> too. Oh,
2: um, well, great! What a what a lovely time for everyone that is. <laughs> well, look, I figured. I figured <laughs> the other week we spent like. 10 minutes opening Doctor Who cards. (laughs) I figure this is interesting to someone out there. It wasn't 10 minutes. (laughs) I opened two packs, okay? (laughs) But,
3: sure. Um, Nathan, none of that is important because the face of Bo is pregnant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The face of Bo is pregnant, which I believe uh, lends to my uh, ideas on the face of Bo. Uh, meaning that they are completely a separate entity from another character who shall remain nameless because they've not appeared in the show yet. Uh,
3: you may be right, um, yes. and I'll be honest, this is an episode that... I, I, I didn't remember that bit, Face of bow canon, because I yeah. genuinely think I haven't seen this episode since it came out. I, I could not recall a single thing that happened other than Simon Pegg was in it.
2: Well, you said last week... Um, on the last episode, that you're you're going into this one pretty much blind because yeah. you haven't seen it in so long. Perhaps there's a reason for for that. <laughs> there could <laughs> be, Nathan. Yes,
3: <laughs> I uh, to 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 lend to lend an answer to the to the question we have we've, uh, we've <clears throat> always asked on this podcast: if we could watch the show with fresh eyes, uh, without the nostalgia for it, would we like it? And I can I can I can undoubtedly answer. Uh, having now seen this episode, essentially for what may as well be the first time, mm. I would assume that this show is straight boring trash. <laughs> what? But are you saying the whole show up until now, or just this episode? No, this episode, if this was my first experience of, yeah. of Doctor Who, I would be like, well, I'm never looking at that again.
2: Glowing review for this week's episode. <laughs> from Lawrence oh, we'll we'll there. get
3: into it, because there's there's elements of it there's as with a lot of season 1 writing i think there's 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 great ideas there's some yeah, interesting yes. stuff to mine but i just think this episode doesn't get even remotely close to doing it justice
2: yeah there's 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 attempts at ideas here there's stuff that they were trying to do and trying to say but did they actually get anywhere with that no is the answer. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, not even a who knows, not even an
3: optimistic maybe. Uh, no, a definitive. I don't think they did. Uh, what, what do you
2: think no. about this episode? Other than, other than they don't explore anything clearly. Um, it's yes, it's it's not great. It's um, well, it's bad, frankly. Um, <laughs> I I don't believe it's helped by the fact that again adam is here the worst character ever who who just spends the whole episode being again just the worst character proving why he's a dickhead and doesn't belong on the yeah. team um i'm glad he's got a big hole in his head now or whatever um so yeah i i don't like him i don't like uh anything so the right
3: let's let's start from the beginning it uh, cannot even
2: be saved by the charisma
3: of one Simon Pegg, and I and I've said this. I have a note that is: imagine if Simon Pegg wasn't in this. My God, I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think it'd be much worse because I'm. I don't necessarily think Simon Pegg brings anything to this, so I don't even think it'd be much different. To be honest, it'd just be. I guess obviously less enjoyable because it'd be less Simon Pegg. But, I
3: think he. I think he naturally brings the charm of Simon Pegg. Yes. Without that, if this was just another random actor from 2005 BBC, it would be no fun (laughs) whatsoever. There's at least little moments in this where he's interacting with the Doctor that I can semi be kind of interested in but anyway where where are we where's the setting what's
2: going on it is the fourth great and bountiful human empire a uh a vague amount of time into the future maybe they said it i didn't pay attention but it's a set amount of time into the future humanity is thriving there's all these great cultures and civilizations living on earth there's mega cities there's 90 billion uh humans or whatever we got got oh, this great corporation dealing out the news. One corporation in charge of all the news. That seems good, like a good idea. Um, <laughs> nothing could go wrong there. Um, and, hey, you can get yourself a Kronk Burger with cheese. You so, can.
3: Served by a man in a very 2005 London fish and chips hat.
2: And, and, and serving to some very 2005 people with very 2005 hairstyles. Mm-hmm. um hey it's it's a good time for it to be 2005 yeah it's so, right
3: where are you at with like the setting of this do you find this interesting um
2: yeah it's in, yes uh it, kind of yes it's interesting that you know well i'm always interested if we're going off to far off distant futures again last week we was treated to the far off distant future of 2012 and that was great i loved that Um, this week we're going slightly further into the future. Um, and yes, again, love, love all that stuff. Love going into the future because it's always interesting to see what's different, what's changed, what are we going to end up like and all this sort of stuff. Um, here they have the interesting wrinkle that, you know, they're supposed to be like when they land, the doctor, oh, Rose is basically saying that, you know, this is where we are, all these great civilizations are here and stuff. Um, but, but then that turns out not to be the case, mainly because of budget. Because they yeah. couldn't do all these aliens, <laughs> so they're like, "Oh no, let's just make everyone human and say something's gone wrong." Um, but you know, clearly prejudice, uh, prejudice and racism is still is uh, still at hand here. Um, like like I say, there's interesting ideas that that have uh, that have a start that that are seeded, but they don't necessarily grow into anything really. Yeah. It's all just a little a little trickle really
3: i think one of my big things with this because it got to um I, I paused this at a certain point what i thought was you know maybe like 20 minutes in turns yeah. out i had 10 minutes of the episode left to go <laughs> and 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 that was that kind of cemented the point that my brain was struggling to connect um mm-hmm. connected the dots i should say uh but basically i think this spends way too long on the mystery setup. Yes, of what's going on because the Doctor and Rose are walking around with uh, the the other woman who is there who seems to want her promotion quite a lot. I can't is her name mentioned? Cathica, Cathica. Let's call yes. it. <laughs> I was going to say catheter. Let's let's call <laughs> her Kathica. Um Yeah, so she she's walking around and there's a lot of probing. There's a lot of what you typically get in the first ten minutes of a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. But this that just goes we, on
2: here. Yeah, this is where we are. This is how things work here. You know this because you've got a psychic paper, but let me tell you anyway. Yeah. Here's, here's everything you need to know. Let me give you a demonstration of how this works. Let me do all this sort of stuff.
3: That being said, I, I do like it, and it, this is it's kind of become like already a recurring thing in the series, but it obviously goes on to become one as well. Um I I like the fact that the doctor just tends to go with the path of least resistance whenever he arrives somewhere. Like I like how they go, are you with the 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 the, fu- the fuck fuck uh inspection team and he's like I am, yeah. No am flies on you, you caught me. Team.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, and it's just like <clears throat> yeah, that's like why wouldn't you do that? But I when I say that's the thing I like, it's one of the few things I like <laughs> this episode. <laughs> like I'm really
2: I'm finding crumbs here. Yes. Um, um well, one thing I I I don't I don't like, um, and there's a lot. Um, but again, Adam, the, this episode seems to open up with the notion that Rose and Adam are just straight up in a relationship now, or whatever. He, yeah,
3: it turned my head a little bit. Um, there's there's a straight up line from the Doctor. Um, he's your like,
2: boyfriend. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Neither do why? I. I think I, I think Mickey might have something to say about that.
3: I think I like to think it's mainly like. You know, the Ninth Doctor is like, Rose Rose speaks to any man and he's like, oh, you humans. He immediately like lumps her in with someone. Yeah. I think it might just be a bit of that. But then like later on, Adam's like, oh, it would take a, a better man than me to get in between you and the Doctor. And I'm like, well, firstly, you're absolutely right because you, you're terrible. Yes. You've got no chance. But also very presumptuous of you to be like, hmm. Maybe that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I think Rose Moore just took pity on him because he wanted to see the world.
2: Uh yeah, I, I think I think that's more likely. I I really don't like Adam, I and mean, he's not a good actor as well. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's, he's really not good. I mentioned last week he's um he's um, now I believe he's on Coronation Street, or he was within the last four years. Whenever I last watched Coronation Street at my mum's house or whatever, yeah. Um, and, and and I believe that is a show that is more suited to his um his chops his chops shall we say he's more at home on a Coronation Street than a than aboard the TARDIS
3: yeah because this this episode kind of introduces I mean maybe the seeds are sown in Dalek a little bit um or like hints are given but this episode puts him in a far more like cunning and sinister position he's like kind of a dick yeah yeah like he manipulates Rose into kind of getting the TARDIS key and also um manipulates Rose uh, into kind of being phone. like Oh yeah he still steals, steals her phone outright and then is like, oh you know, I'm just gonna go and relax somewhere but obviously goes off to try and find information. Like Yeah. I, I What I think I don't like about Adam is that I don't get him. Like why does yeah. he want to do it? Like stick with the doctor. You're gonna find out a whole lot more. Yeah. Than you going off and just trying to talk your way through things you don't understand
2: (laughs) so he can get the entire history of the microchip and then i guess go back to 2012 and be like i'm making the microchip or whatever are you how are you doing that
3: yeah and it's just he's a nerd isn't he like he's just he's
2: just a big loser he's a big he's a big loser um probably thinks he's going to be the next elon musk but hey Probably what a, wants to be as well. What a great guy! I have a question. Welcome back to my famous segment. Nathan nitpicks a thing in Doctor Who, yeah, um, a thing that you are not supposed to nitpick because it doesn't matter. Who cares? But I care, and I can't let it go. So I am going to mm-hmm. nitpick a thing. How does the phone thing work? Because Rose is from two thousand and five, and the Doctor set up the phone for her to be able to call two thousand and five. So it's parallel with her timeline, so she can speak with Jackie. Whatever. Adam is from two thousand and twelve. We're led to believe that when he used the phone, it called to two thousand and twelve, and he was able to leave a message. But how does the phone know?
3: Correct me if I'm wrong. You're uh, wrong. I th- oh good okay well then <laughs> thank you for correcting me. Um, no, I I don't I, I think because I'm pretty sure I remember the Doctor sonicking it and saying now calls anywhere in time and space. So I don't I think don't... it's specifically rooted to 2005, but then to give then... you your credit, the phone still doesn't know
2: when it's supposed to be calling. Exactly. How do you know? Like, all all they're doing is dialing a number. They're not putting in a specific year code or anything. He even says, is there a code? And she's like, just dial, you dickhead. What's wrong with you? I think man,
3: that is probably the show acknowledging, doesn't make sense. Shut up. Yeah, well, I don't like it, so I'm
2: going <laughs> to nitpick that thing. Um... <laughs> Nathan Nathan <laughs> nitpicks is the new segment. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that was Nathan nitpicks a thing for this week. That's which, fair. Which I don't like. Um. yes, the, so there's all kinds of news going on, Um. The, the Doctor Rose and fucking Cunty McGee they're getting a tour of the Satellite 5, uh, a place which will come back later on in the series um, and, and be far all... more interesting as well <laughs> yes and we're seeing all kinds of news events we've alluded to it already but one of them is the face of Bo is pregnant Um, I do not believe Jack Harkness has the facilities to get pregnant, Lawrence. Your thoughts on this revelation?
3: Uh, My thoughts are, and you've already alluded to it, uh, the media is exclusively run by one company, as we've seen, and also, more to the point, it's proven to be an incredibly corrupt and... Uh, baseless fact feeding media corporation. Interesting, interesting. So, my argument, Nathan, to quote uh, your favorite president, would be fake
2: news. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> I take okay. Well, I take umbrage with that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I would agree with most of what you said there. <laughs> and, yeah, and the I president say, stuff. No, that's the specific part which I would not agree with. I understand. Um, uh, but no, that's actually a, a good point. Yes, the media uh, do lie and control and change the narrative to fit their own sort of stuff. Um, and this media is run by a big, giant... Jaffa Cake. Angry clitoris or whatever the <laughs> fuck he is. It does look uh, a bit like a slimy bell doesn't it? It doesn't look great, whatever it is. It's just... I don't know. It's, it's bad. A poor Poor design. Poor design. It's an all CG creature, which for 2005, first of all, is ambitious. Yeah. Um, especially for a show on his first season with a budget of ten pounds fifty, it's very ambitious. Um, also, my my the,
3: one of the things in this, one of the kind of the the hills I can't get over in this. You you got Simon Pegg. Yeah. Right. Big at this point, still for doing
2: Spaced. Right. Yeah. He, he's he's still. Oh, a... he will have done. They've like done Shaun of the Dead at this point. Um, uh, no, Hot Fuzz was the next year, but yeah, they've like done Shaun of the Dead. So, like, a a, pro- a prolific name yes. in
3: drama comedy. Yes. Right. He's good. So why why don't you just make him the evil yeah. guy? Because like, he, firstly, you're going to save money.
2: Secondly, he can do stuff. <laughs> what? Why does? It, why do we need to have this weird middleman role? Yeah. Where he's like, "Oh, he's in charge, but I'm his butler or whatever." Fuck, like, why? Just, it yeah. takes
3: away all of his menace because it everything he's doing is for the big, uh, the big penis on the roof, um, and it's just kind of, yeah. And but then also like you, we don't get subtitles for what the penis on the roof is saying. We don't know no. what it wants. He just it- he just
2: growls, and then Simon Pegg will sometimes be like, "Ah, oh, yes, sir. You, you're right, sir. Like, yeah, all right." And for okay. for those for those of you that have only heard
3: our thoughts on Doctor Who and not anything else, Nathan and I are fans. When uh, the the famous example is is Chewbacca and Han Solo. Yes, we we like it when yes. a speaking character can communicate with someone that just exclusively growls, and you get that "grr." No, I'm not going to do that. Why don't you do that "grr"? Because I did it last time, or what? Like yeah. stuff like that, right? we like that stuff but here it just doesn't work because because we can understand what chewbacca wants through some sort of context but we have no idea what this penis in the
2: roof wants no it's it's all just vague like what what is the plan here what's the villainous plot i guess Uh, it's media control and you know shaping the fucking empire and stuff but like what ultimately are they doing
3: they seem to be going through the motions and then then they get interested in Time
2: Lords oh and stuff yeah they like want to rewrite news and control the narrative and shit it's all just very mustache twirly and you know villainous villains and it's not great like this is my issue with it because there, there is seeds of good stuff like the idea of um one corporation controlling all media and like how that can then shape the fucking literal planet earth and and the empire and what is what humanity has become and all that sort of stuff that's all really interesting the problem is it's just not explored it's just like a little a little a bit of context to to the to the present situation but then that's it it's not really dealt with any further than that then from that point on then it's just ha 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 we're evil We're gonna do bad things because we're evil and i think that's that's one of the worst things about this episode as well is it's
3: in an episode that is exclusively set up and yes. almost almost relentlessly context I still don't know what the fuck is going on yeah or why any of it's happening and yeah. I like you you're right the idea of a of a singular corporation owning and distributing everything uh is really interesting uh, anyway doctor who coming soon to disney um <laughs> but like what i don't understand is why like there's so i mean obviously now we live in a world where that's that's an extremely relevant thing to talk yes. about, and 2005 maybe less so, but there's so many avenues it could be explored, but you're right, it does just yeah. divulge into evil time now.
2: It's it, Yeah, it's just silly moustache twirling and now, and now here's a thing, and I'm bad, and let's put the Doctor and Rose in this terrible looking handcuff system with just vague Hoover tubes coming off it, and <laughs> Oh, it looked so bad. It did. Yeah. Like I get the budget is small, but that looked atrocious. Time
3: up in anything, to Why? Like the 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 most effective one that I remember uh, was the is the one in Journey's End where Davros just goes, "You, you you're stuck. You're stuck in the mud." And they go, oh man! And like a light is surrounding them, and that's about it. Yeah,
2: they got the 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 light shields or whatever.
3: Yeah, but to put them in this kind of weird, vague 2005 Hoover bondage situation (laughs) is just kind of. It just looked didn't it? Didn't look great. Uh, I will give the episode credit for being ahead of its time um, in identifying um, newcomers to to the satellite as multi sex, undecided, or robots. Yeah. So that's interesting.
2: Bit progressive, kind of, I guess. Yeah, I mean lads. Um, I think it's more than the BBC were willing to do. Yes. <laughs> I mean the the language is a bit okay, but you know, the effort was there. So Yeah. Okay. We were we were headed in the right direction. Yeah. We'll take what we can get. Yeah. <laughs> so well done. <laughs>
3: Famously, I guess the the best way. Like <laughs> thanks, I guess.
2: <laughs> uh what else? I don't even know what else. What else have you got?
3: I just, right so I, I don't. I liked the concept of uh the, the, the the chip the kind of the inhibitor situation in their head. Um, and yeah. I'm not talking necessarily about the one that Adam gets where you snap your fingers and out comes the brain whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm talking more the the chip that allows the smaller one that she explains and that allows people to um. ...kind of access computers rather than be the computer. Yes. And I quite liked that all of the people taken up to level 500... ...were um, essentially just dead... ...but had been essentially wired up to still run stuff. And I just thought that was such a... Um, I thought it was such an interesting concept of like how... ...when it gets to... And basically a nice metaphor for... if you ...if all you do is digest and consume news from one source... it gets to the point where you may as well just be a fact repeating machine that is essentially everyone's everyone's fucking like the age-old tale of the fucking the drunk uncle at christmas that gets all this stuff from fox news or like some sort of uk equivalent right where they're just spouting off shit they have no idea about but tucker carlson told them to get fucking wound up so they did yeah um i i think that's a really interesting concept it lost all of its credibility when they got up and were the bodyguards for the episode. Like when <laughs> when they became the henchmen, and I was like, no, because you're dead bodies. The the metaphor worked because you were dead, but you could still serve a function.
2: They did your human life wasn't necessary. Look, they're they're always gonna need vague henchmen in Doctor Who Lawrence. Like they got they got to take those where they can get them. Yeah, but they, that's what they though. had the Hoover bondage for. Oh, <laughs> But how are they going to get them into the Hoover bondage, Lawrence? Think it through, <laughs> silly me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if only
2: Simon Pegg was a villain that did stuff. <laughs> um, uh, no, you're right. I do, I do like that. They essentially become a cog in the machine, really. Just just use up, spout out, and repeat these facts over and over again yeah. until their body just decomposes, and then they get replaced with the next lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 good stuff. It's int- well, like it's it's the start of interesting. Again, this is the issue. It's it's the start of something. It's just not followed through in any meaningful way. And in this case, like you say, it's even just ruined by the the whole henchman situation. So, yeah, um, th- this whole it's really just a big misstep. This whole episode, isn't it? It's just I think it's a lot of wasted potential. Yeah, yeah, and I it, and I, I again, these were
3: likely filmed out of order. I genuinely think this is this is as close to filler as it gets. Yeah. Um. And I also think that the fact that it's widely considered filler, and also it shares a set with another big, more expensive episode of Doctor Who, yeah. that can't be a coincidence.
2: Well, not just a set, a a, a setting. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they they literally come back to Satellite Five later. Um. Yeah, may, may, maybe the whole thing is just here to be like, I remember this place, and, which know. is which is a shame. I'll be honest. This is the first like,
3: this is this was the first chore to get through for me. Like we, yeah. the Unquiet Dead, we spoke about how it was. Kind oh, this of is like,
2: worse than the Unquiet Dead.
3: Yeah, and we we spoke about how that was a bit naff, but yeah, at least you, there's there's enough Doctor Who isms to just there's enough kind of whimsy two thousand and five charm to get you through it. Yeah. Whereas this, it just seemed. Like there wasn't anything going on, no new re- uh, re- uh, revelations for the Doctor, um, nothing, no real interesting performances, which is crazy nothing considering really,
2: Simon Pegg. Nothing really going on with Rose; she's yeah. just kind of there. This episode, the the, mo- the most she has to do here is the whole situation with Adam and and all that sort of stuff, and it's just boring, really. Yeah. There's there's nothing to it. And what did you make of the um, the the
3: the kind of the identity that does get figured out Suki is uh, actually a um, not a kind of meek mild um, person that works there but rather a fighter for either the Freedom Federation or Foundation or something she says that are working <laughs> to Freedom investigate Satellite 5 Fuck
2: she is. Yeah, um, well, she's,
3: she's one of the Power Rangers <laughs> she's, yeah, she's here
2: one of Power Rangers. <laughs> um uh... I don't know, not much thought on it to be honest. Fine, I guess. It was certainly a needless thing that for me. Yeah, I mean pretty much. Because again, nothing happens with it. They're like, Oh, that person's not supposed to be here. Let's uh let's get her up here and get rid of her. Then she comes up and she's like, I've got a gun on you. I'm actually this secret agent person or whatever. Then they're just like, Nah. Let's let's just put you in the machine. And it's like yeah. okay did did this change anything did this no great good stuff i firstly don't get me started on that gun
3: cuz it was the most pew pew sound effect <laughs> i've ever heard with like <laughs> like i just, like i know that there has been a lot of technological leaps since then but 2005 is still capable of better than that yeah um look what star wars were doing in the 70s <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but the yeah, the other thing I thought to myself was kind of uh, rooting rooting the main antagonist as a big in the roof penis villain. Yeah, the, the episode goes to extreme lengths to be like he can't leave this room. He's, he's in- gotta be cold. Yeah, he's he's gotta be cold. And firstly, oh uh, so, sorry, firstly he's gotta be cold. And secondly, he's like Simon Pegg makes a thing about like how yeah it took him ages to get him up there or something. So like first, I'm just imagining what that day looked like for him. <laughs> um, just kind of him like <laughs> scooping up bits of. Penis blob and, like, taping it? Is he blue-tacked? What's going on? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. But the the other thing I got is, like, you've got a gun. Go outside of the room, because we've seen it has different rooms. Yeah. Go outside of the room. Stand in the threshold where the big penis monster can't eat you. Yeah. Or try and eat you. Shoot Simon Pegg. And then just at least offload into the
2: penis roof thing and see what happens. Yeah, from a safe distance. It's just baffling the the whole thing is 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 baffling um i'll be honest i have really not much more to say on this episode on this so this could be a bit of a shorter episode fuck it um (laughs) look it's it's not great Um, I would not say skip it, because I don't think there is a single episode of New Who that you should skip, no matter how dire they get. And trust me, they do get pretty dire at some point. Um, Mm. But you should still carry on through it. Let it be one of those silly little episodes that you watch, but just don't come back to. It's all part of... um, And and look, if you do skip it, you're missing out on some of the, the very little content with the Ninth Doctor that you get. So take all that you can because he's not around for long. That's a good point. To be fair, and like, and I, I will say, and he that, was that a bit of fun as well. It's always fun to see the Doctor just milling about, having a bit of.
3: If in in a more in a more positive note, I guess if there's one thing this episode did do, I liked Rose and Nines' relationship. They seem to be very yes. locked in. Yeah, um, and I like that. Like the Doctor is way more comfortable being like, I only take <laughs> the
2: best. That's why I've got Rose with me. Like, they've got a good rapport going at this point.
3: Yeah. But but I mean again, if th- if this is if this if 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 seven episodes in, if this is anyone's comfort show for Doctor Who, or if this is anyone's like, I like th- I'm I'm enjoying this. We aim to be positive, but be yeah. fair on this one. Like,
2: <laughs> it's just not a good episode. <laughs> there's there's not a lot to it. I don't I don't believe this uh, is anyone's comfort episode because, I mean, hey, we all have weird comfort episodes, but who's this comforting? Yeah. Um, anyway um, What else do we do on this show? You you play the theme, go on Oh yeah
0: Weirdo of the week
2: Weirdo Lawrence welcome to weirdo of the week everyone's favorite segment of still got legs it's the segment where we take a look of the weird and grubby and wonderful little characters that grace our television screens each week as we're watching doki who we like to talk about and celebrate the weird characters that stood out to us so Lawrence, who is your weirdo of the week uh
3: my weirdo of the week um again we're having a few in a row which are slim pickings to be fair aren't we um yes. uh, my one it was so it was originally going to be uh Tasman uh, Tasman Greg from uh Friday night dinner if you've seen that show. Um she's, she's I the, have seen Friday night dinner. So the 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 person that installs the, the head thing on Adam uh is the mum oh, from Friday night man, dinner. Oh she's
2: she? I thought yeah. she seemed familiar.
3: Well it, it was going to be her because she's she gets like there's a moment where she kind of seems a bit excited um yes. to like she she seems way too into her job basically she's uh, uh,
2: she's earning that commission I she think, is one and
3: she's selling it like there's no tomorrow yeah um but it wasn't her because uh, at one point she gets a bit um a bit excited about the unlimited credit situation and i thought it'd be wrong to choose yet another horny person for weirdo of the <laughs> week oh no uh, i have instead just gone uh for adam because i just think you you are you are you are years in the future. You yes. are you are standing next to two time travellers and your main ambition and dream and <laughs> and goal for life, as you yes. stated in the previous episode, is to just get out there and see the stars. You are never gonna get this opportunity again and you spend the entire episode calling your your mum and dad's crusty voicemail and leaving yeah. them white noise <laughs> that is apparently gonna translate something that Bill Gates did 20 years prior. Like, (laughs) you're a fucking weirdo, you're a nerd, and the Doctor was
2: right to bin you off. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that. Um, Interesting. My Weirdo of the Week is uh, similar, related. My Weirdo of the Week is, of course, Adam's dog. (laughs) I like to imagine that when Adam was just, like I say, leaving that voicemail, which was obviously indiscernible to anyone, and almost probably indiscernible to Adam himself mm-hmm. um, when he gets back there. When he was leaving that voicemail and the weird blue light was coming out of the phone, however that worked, and the dog was jumping up at the table trying to see what was going on, I like to imagine some of that knowledge got into the dog, and now that dog <laughs> knows the entire history of the uh, the microprocessor or whatever and he's just burdened with knowledge of how these computers and machines work but is cursed in that he cannot express it in any way because he is a dog. So so there we go everyone the most interesting aspect of this episode was the
3: bit that we made up 20 years after it came out uh on on in 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 one of the early episodes of a podcast that we've just
2: started. Um, so there you go good stuff very good stuff <laughs> anyway wrap this up Lauren. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening we hey, tend look, to next, try week, be... next week's gonna be more fun look next week is a banger it's father's day we, we're gonna have a great daddy time fun
3: fact about father's day uh, again an episode I haven't seen for at least 15 years Ooh! but I remember it being an all-timer
2: a banger, if there ever was one. Well, we'll so, see. Maybe not. Who maybe knows? not. <laughs> if it's anything like this, <laughs> oh boy! Uh, thank you very much for listening. We
3: try and be a bit more positive than this, uh, but obviously we will. This was. This has been the first dud. We will come across more duds, um, yeah. but but never That's rest. The nature, we, we are yeah. genuinely fans of the show, so we look forward to more good times.
2: They can't all be winners, unfortunately. No. But,
3: Sa- sadly, not. Um so if you have enjoyed this new episodes go out every single Monday at 10am uh, you can give us a little follow yes. we're on Twitter at stillgotlegspod. Yes. pod yes so give us a little follow there uh, also uh, let us know what you think about the show if you're enjoying it share it around with your mates because uh, it's still a new show so we're trying to get some traction going and give us a goddamn review Nathan tell them how yeah, you
2: just go to your app of choice where you listen to your podcast, your preferred platform, and then you go to the rating section, five stars or more. Perhaps your app allows for ten stars, two thumbs up, one big dick, whatever the rating system is. <laughs> give us the top one and let us know what you thought. Leave a little review of sorts and we'll be happy that you did. If one big dick is the highest rating, what's the, is it like a small... Is it the scale? Is it the size of the one, dick that is the rating? It's one big dick is the highest rating, yeah. and then just like one grubby little chode... So it's like, not the number it could be. So it's not like five no, B D. It's 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 all about size. This is like this this is like a size queens uh platform. I see. Yeah, yeah. A grubby little choad, did you say? <laughs> a grubby little chode. <laughs> so no grubby chodes, please, for us. <laughs> no grubby chodes for this show. <laughs> what well, what's happening here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't
3: know. There's already enough grubby little chodes in the in Simon Pegg's ceiling or whatever. This is
2: supposed to be more of the family friendly podcast. <laughs> it come on for god's sake anyway thanks for listening to whatever this was we will see you next week uh, as we talk all things daddy Uh, until then i've been nathan he's been lawrence this has been still got legs